This is a war machine rhino. What's up? This is TJP. This is a swingman, Johnny Swinger. This is Father James Mitchell. And you're listening to Total Nonstop Analysis. Total Nonstop Analysis. Total Nonstop Analysis. Total Nonstop Analysis, Daddy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to the Total Nonstop Analysis Podcast. We've reached a bit of a milestone here. Episode 15. You know, when we first started this journey, I, Carmen Michael, the uh, self-proclaimed impact wrestling aficionado, joined by my best friends, KP and Davis. How y'all doing? I'm good. Good. I had a a terrible day at work, but it's better now. I've had some food. So I'm in a better mood now. I'm I'm in a good mood. I'm doing doing pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I had a, had a had an early morning shift today, so then I got home, uh, recorded you know one of my other fifty eight podcasts, and then played uh, Sea of Thieves until time to record. Well, it's been a heck of a journey so far. When we first started off, y'all had not really watched any Impact Wrestling, or at least none. you hadn't watched a show. None. So for the uninitiated here or people who may have tuned in later than when we started. I'm taking these two on a journey. We are learning about Impact Wrestling. We are somewhat loving Impact Wrestling. That's so a strong just, statement. <laughs> so I wanted to give a little recap and review to catch everybody up. So our first episode, we started with the first ever TNA pay-per-view from Huntsville, Alabama. We jumped ahead then to the debut of Impact, which at the time was running at the same time as their later weekly pay-per-views. So there's a little bit of an overlap there. So we did both of those. And here we are starting April of 2005. So to catch everybody up, Jeff Jarrett has been NWA champion the entirety of our run. Minus the first pay-per-view, obviously. So far, he has defended his NWA title against Ron The Truth Killings, Jeff Hardy twice, Monty Brown twice, Kevin Nash, Diamond Dallas Page, and even uh, Tully Blanchard at a Wrestle Reunion show, which was a pretty <laughs> pretty nifty thing to find, especially given uh, the current state of wrestling. We've seen the X Division sort of come into their own. Stars like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Michael Shane, Psychosis, so many others. Tag Team Division, we got Kid Cash, Lance Archer, 3 Live Crew, but mostly dominated by America's Most Wanted and Team Canada. We've had some pretty notable debuts, but some pretty major ones are uh, right around the corner. We got a lot of pretty big things in TNA history coming up. But I wanted to ask y'all a few questions before we get started. Oh, God. In your limited experience with TNA, I want to ask you both a few questions. First of all, what's been your favorite thing about TNA so far? Jeff Jarrett. I I mean, Monty Brown. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Jeff Jarrett and Monty Brown, both of them. Like I, I know, I know people shit on Jeff Jarrett and TNA, but I've enjoyed the fuck out of this character. I don't know. X Division. Oh yeah, the X Division has been great too. CD AJ, Pete Williams. 
So what's been your least favorite thing so far? 10-minute matches. What the fuck? Jeff Jarrett and one-minute matches on Impact. (laughs) Out of what we've seen so far, what are some of your favorite moments? Uh, so far, probably the X Division matches. Uh, there's been some really fun, fun debuts. Some that I sort of expected, and some that I did not see coming. That was pretty shocking. That I, I was like, well, okay, this is pretty cool. Uh, that, that's about it for me. What about you, Davis? What are some of your favorite moments or matches we've seen so far? Yeah, I mean, that's great. The press card, like all the X Division stuff has been really good. Uh, some people that I've like never heard of just turn out to be amazing wrestlers. Um, some of their ad- ideas they've taken where they've taken like a concept of a match and twisted it have been really interesting. Like the um, what's it called, Carmen? The ladder, the, the ladder match for the contract thing, full metal mayhem. That one, yep, yeah. like that, 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 that's 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 been really fun. Just you know, take taking taking an already existing thing and twisting it. That's that's been great. And just a bit. I mean, it's. I know it gets better, but it, it's not been. It's been pretty fun. It's been pretty fun. So, from what we've seen so far, who are a few of your favorite stars, and maybe some uh, some dark horse candidates that maybe, you know, people would be surprised that you would pick. And after this, we'll head right into the review. Gotcha. All right. So, favorite stars so far would be Monty Brown, P.D. Williams, A.J., Jeff Hardy, uh, Raven, and I guess guess DDP's all right. (laughs) And uh, some dark horse horses, Shark Boy. Kid Cash and America's Most Wanted. What about you, Davis? Who are some of your favorites and maybe some people lower on the card that people might not expect you to pick? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Monty Brown as well because goddamn. Um, DDP's been great. AJ Styles has been great. It, it, I don't know if I'd really call him a dark horse. But I've never heard of him before doing this podcast. But Petey Williams is amazing. I knew Chris Sabin was great. Yeah, like I said, I, I went into this podcast expecting to fucking hate Jeff Jarrett. And yet I'm having a blast watching every time he, every time he's on the screen, I'm just like, this is gonna be some bullshit, but it's gonna be entertaining. Let's get right in to the April first, two thousand five edition of Impact on FSN. The show opens up, gives us a little bit of a recap. Heading into lockdown, we have the team of Diamond Dallas Page, Sean Waltman, and Kevin Nash taking on Jeff Jarrett, Monty Brown, and the Outlaw in a three-on-three tag match inside of Six Sides of Steel. Also, AJ Styles versus Abyss. Pretty cool matchup so far. What do y'all think about them? I like that they gave AJ Styles versus Abyss the wonderful stipulation that whoever wins gets to job to Jeff Jarrett next. I like that <laughs> the matches for the number one contendership 
when we've already seen Abyss win like two number one contendership matches and has never <laughs> challenged for the title. <laughs> I, 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 I would consider it a number one contendership. I just say, so who's going to job to Jeff Jarrett next? <laughs> what about you, Davis? How do you feel about this DDP matchup? It, it's it's very interesting. Like I, I, you know, I didn't really expect it, and I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good match, especially in a cage. But you know, the weirdest thing about this this whole episode, and I'm getting I'm not really getting ahead, but just here the whole time hearing about lockdown in 2021, I'm just like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> it didn't hit me till about halfway through the episode, but. I'm excited for the card. It looks fun. So for those following at home, right now we only have two cage matches for lockdown. So keep that in mind by the time we get to the end here. We kick off the show and AJ Styles is on commentary for the Abyss versus Cassidy Riley match. As we stated before, AJ Styles and Abyss will be battling it out at lockdown with the winner becoming number one contender for the NWA title. Right off the bat, I mean, it's a super short match. Most of them are on impact. But Cassidy Riley uh, giving me some young Shane Douglas vibes. Abyss picks up the win. Very quick fashion with the Black Hole Slam. He and AJ Styles lock eyes as Abyss makes his way up the ramp. Abyss turns around, grabs a bag of thumbtacks, but Jeff Hardy makes the save. He hits a twist of fate, then Raven joins the party, attacks Jeff Hardy, and then AJ evens the odds to save his former tag team partner, KP. Raven and Jeff Hardy mixing it up. I know you said this would be a dream match for you. Yes. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited. If, if this is a thing we're going to get, then I'm definitely excited about that. Well, I've got good news, buddy. Oh, God. Because next week, when we review lockdown, we are going to get Jeff Hardy versus Raven in a table six sides of steel match. Oh, table, what? Six sides of steel? It's a tables match. Inside of six sides of steel. So Jeff Hardy is Jeff, Jeff, definitely jumping off the cage. Okay. I can't wait to see what Jeff Hardy antics would get on that on that then. So if you're keeping up, that's now three cage matches on lockdown 2005. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we then take a look back at the former team of Triple X. We see the formation of Christopher Daniels in primetime Elix Skipper. No mention of low key here, which was a little surprising. We see how they disbanded at Turning Point 2004. And at this point, it is announced that Christopher Daniels will defend his X Division title against primetime Elix Skipper at lockdown. Wait. No, Corbin. What the best of you know? Decide that. So yeah, um, the main event of this show was a elimination fatal four way, where the winner becomes number one contender for the X division title. 
<laughs> and, this and, and who was in the who was in the match? And this is how this episode aired. I went back and researched, thinking surely this is some sort of mishap with Impact Plus. But no, I read the message boards. <laughs> this is exactly how it aired. So uh, a little spoiler for our main event here. But TNA just giving out the ending to their main event <laughs> on the second segment of the show. <laughs> Nobody can be bothered to watch an entire hour of TNA. Like, come on now. <laughs> they got to know within the first 20 minutes what, what what's going to happen. Well, I mean, considering there's only two matches on this card. I would almost like to go back and see like how the ratings did during that hour because of that. <laughs> I've got I've got an observer subscription. I should go back and see if I can't find that and just see what Alvarez or Meltzer said. See That's your homework any, for our private chat. See if there's any comments about anybody being like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> After this, we get a sit-down interview, Mike Tanay and Monty Brown. Brown tells Tanay that he did not change. He's always been honest, and now he's even more honest than ever. He says he doesn't have to answer any questions from Tanay. He does what he wants, and he demands respect. Tanay mentions that Monty had told Jeff after the main event of our previous pay-per-view that Jeff owes him one. And when asked about it, you know, Monty basically tells him, you know, we had a gentleman's agreement. Sometimes you have to do things you don't want to in order to move ahead. In the end, Monty says it boils down to two words, survival and pain. And to close out the pretty serious Hill promo, he says, at lockdown, we will be like Pee Wee Herman in a movie theater. We will hold our own. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's Monty's first heel promo. What did you guys think about it? Um, it was good. But that, that last quote, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he should have, I don't know, rethought that or worded it different or, you know. You know, if this would have been old Monty Brown, like face Monty Brown, you know for a fact he would have done a Pee Wee Herman yell too. He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and he would have now, done the he would have done the little tequila dance and everything while he did it. And everyone would be like, man, that Monty Brown is a great promo. <laughs> Now I'm just trying to imagine Monty Brown doing like the Pee Wee Herman voice, but then saying he's going to pounce someone. I'm just imagining him do the tequila dance into a pounce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Until the end, he kind of lost me there at the end. But before that, it was a good promo, like David said. Uh, the this agreement it's obvious it's jeff jarrett's gonna give him a a title shot right that's the implication i don't understand he's already had two of them yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a little a little sus but i I don't know how i feel about this whole 
Monty heel with Jeff Jarrett thing. Now, weird. I will give credit where credit's due. Monty really does some great work as a heel. I feel like he really holds his own, really makes the best of this. You know, he owns the character no matter what it is, so I'll always be a Monty Brown fan. After this, we get a video recap. Same one from the beginning of the six-man tag team match inside of Six Sides of Steel. And then, for some reason, we get a uh, we get the same opening package from Destination X that plays the sort of silent film with the text scrolling, which was odd. But then, finally, our second match, and it's the main event. <laughs> we have an X Division shootout number one contender match. A fatal four-way between Chris Sabin, Michael Shane, Elix Skipper, and P.D. Williams. Hmm, I wonder who's going to win this one. So, real quick, before we get into the match, did they explain the rules to this match? Because I was very confused at the beginning. No, they did not. Like, I was like, okay, so it's a fatal four-way, but they're tagging each other in. But when you get pinned, you're eliminated. What? What? I would expect no less from TNA. It reminded me a lot of the Ultimate X challenge that we had at Destination X. Or for some reason, it was a tag match and then a triple threat and then a singles match. Fucking weird. Like, yeah. why change something? Well, uh, I don't mind the elimination rules. That's not my issue here. But, like, having the any man can tag in and it's just strange. It, it, uh, TNA reminds me of the time I watched uh, uh, the first time I watched a triple A pay-per-view and I, I had a lot of fun but I was really confused as to what was going on and like there was literally a match where it seemed like it was a tag match because there was people on the, on the end and they looked like they were trying to tag in and then some guy pinned another guy and then that guy won the entire match and I was really confused <laughs> Triple A is fun. It's just a clusterfuck of wrestling. And Bon Jovi. Lots of Bon Jovi. Bunch of 80s bands. Nothing but 80s bands the whole time. Also, Batista's music. I thought Batista <laughs> was coming out at one point. Yeah! <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Apple and bottom jeans. <laughs> oh, just, that is hilarious. In, in, anybody listen to this, if you get a chance to watch a Triple uh, A pay-per-view, just watch it. It's It's... Just turn your brain off and watch the amazing athleticism and crazy ass shit that happens. It's, you'll it's, have no idea what's going on. It's but like you'll have fun. But they also fun. give no shits about copyright laws. No, it's like the best kind of trip. I love it. <laughs> on commentary, we have Christopher Daniels, and if the uh, <laughs> the spoiler earlier in the show didn't give it away, I feel like Christopher Daniels on commentary most certainly did throughout the match. P.D. Williams eliminated first. Michael Shane second. Our final two, Chris Sabin and Primetime Elix Skipper. As we already know, Primetime picks up the victory. So heading into lockdown 2005, we now have Primetime Elix Skipper going one-on-one with his former tag team partner, the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Inside Six Sides of Steel. 
Wow. Is that four six sides of steel matches now? I get it. It's called lockdown because it's nothing but a bunch of cage matches the entire fucking show. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. And unfortunately for our schedule, we won't see the episode in which they declare every match will be inside of Six Sides of Steel. But yes, every match will be inside of the cage. That's very interesting for a pay-per-view. It's going to be really convenient because they don't have to raise and lower the cage every five seconds. Which is exactly why I think they did it that way. <laughs> I guess it's always funny like on a, a WWE show. We're like, oh, we got a hell in the cell. And then, like, three hours later, there's another Hell in a Cell. (laughs) We'll touch base on what we have to look forward to with Lockdown 2005, but that was the end of our episode. What are your initial thoughts? I cannot wait to hear this. The first match was a squash. There was a bunch of hot promos and commercials for the pay-per-view, and then a fun four-way X Division match that was spoiled previously. So, not too good of a show by any means. It was still better than the first episode of TNA? Or NWA TNA, however you want to say it. But yeah, like, a squash match, and then a pretty solid X Division match, and there you go, there's a show. Good night, folks. Yeah, pretty much. It went by pretty quickly. Would have been better if they didn't spoil it. Speaking of spoilers, would y'all like to know what matches we have to look forward to next week? Yes, please. So, TNA Lockdown 2005, which we will be reviewing next week with the illustrious, notorious fellow sponsor of Haas 2021, Big Dave. I'm so stoked about that. Big Dave, Dave saved us <laughs> saved us from the storm yesterday. I don't know if y'all if y'all saw, but <laughs> but he, he he tweeted out a picture of him, you know. He was giving the, the storm, double birds to the, the double to the bird storm cloud. The storm. And, and the he tornadoes told us went away. To not don't worry, the storm will clear up soon. And they did. So first on the card, we have Apollo and Sonny Siaki taking on Chris Candido and Lance Hoyt. We have Dustin Rhodes one-on-one with Bobby Roode. Could be fun. And then we have a four-man X-Division escape match. Not escape match, X-scape match, of course. With Chris Sabin, Sanjay Dutt, Michael Shane, and McDonald's The Shocker. Then we have Jeff Hardy and Raven in a Six Sides of Steel tables match. Which is really fun. I think y'all will enjoy that. America's Most Wanted and Team Canada in a match for the Tag Team Championships. Which sounds about right for a TNA show. These two teams have pretty much dominated everyone. Christopher Daniels, Elix Skipper for the X Division Championship. AJ Styles and Abyss for the number one contenders match. And then in the first ever lethal lockdown match, we have Team Nash 
going against Team Jarrett. There's going to be a little bit of a substitution in this match, but we'll discuss that next week. So we call that quick, a, we call that a cliffhanger in the business. So real quick, the uh, the Hardy and Raven match does it still follow like tables match rules? Yes, it's just inside of a cage. <laughs> Because why not just put everything in a cage? It's a pretty fun little pay-per-view. Uh, it's been a long time since I watched it, but I very much remember the Hardy-Raven match. It's one of those that have always stuck in my memory. And then Lethal Lockdown is one of my favorite match stipulations in TNA. I don't remember this match, which probably <laughs> probably isn't good news heading in, but fun match. It's kind of like War Games, but with a little twist. Y'all see. But War I figured, Games. War Games. <laughs> but I figured instead of fan questions this time, because I know there'll be a lot next week, I want to ask y'all, what are you looking forward to the most out of next week's pay-per-view? The cage match. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Jeff Hardy and Raven. Same. Big same. Yeah, that sounds really fun. And of course, the the the, the six man. I think it's going to be exciting as well. And Big Dave. Yeah, Big Dave is the number one thing to be excited about. I feel like our fans are going to love Big Dave just as much as I do. If y'all want to go ahead and give Big Dave a follow, so you can get a little taste of what's to come next week, he is on Twitter at Big Dave underscore pw it's well worth the follow i promise you that so with that out of the way was this show tn amazing tn a tn tn acceptable or tn awful davis let's start with you first this was a very—I don't—I don't want to say it was a very solid, but we're going to say it was a TN acceptable. Acceptable. It would have been TN awful, but the promos were good, and that X Division match at the end bumped it up a point for me. KP, fuck it. I'm just going to say TN awful. I mean, you had two matches on the card. <laughs> you have. Uh, two matches on the card. One of them was fucking spoiled by the hot video before this. I mean, seriously, like, what is what redeeming thing happened in the show at all? It's it was bad. For me, pretty much the only redeemable thing in this show was Monty Brown. I was torn, a little conflicted. If, if I was going to go with TN awful or TN acceptable. But after listening to y'all's pitches, I got to agree with KP here. This show is TN awful. <laughs> Again, this isn't a knock on the TNA product overall. This isn't a knock on the performers on the show. It is kind of a boring episode. They can't all be winners, so... 
you know, credit to them for trying, but when you spoiled the best part of your show, it's it's uh, not looking good. <laughs> but I am excited for next week's episode and see where the future takes us because uh, here in the next few months, we're going to be moving off of FSN and into primetime television. So, which is why I feel like we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Really enjoy these impact on FSN episodes because after lockdown, we have a couple tournaments coming up. So I'll leave y'all with that. But we're, we got some pretty cool things on the horizon. I wanted to slow down a little bit before we jump right in to our big move, which starts on October 1st. So we get, we got a couple months to prepare, but I want y'all to know once October 1st hits, it's really going to hit into overdrive for TNA. So be prepared. So with that, let's talk about what we got coming up this week. KP, where can the fine folks at home find you? What do you have on your plate this week? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Kyle S. Prescott. What do I have this coming week? I have work. That's pretty much what I could look forward to this week. Davis, what about you? Where can the fine folks at home find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Kyrick3289. That's K-Y-R-I-C-3289. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kyrick. There was supposed to be a Final Fantasy episode. Shit happened. If y'all could see Prescott right now, he's giving me the God damn it, Davis face. What do you got going on, Carmen? Where can the fine folks find you? I am at Carmen M. Childers. I got a pretty busy weekend coming up. Loads of kinks. We are recording on Thursday night. Friday, I have three separate gigs. <laughs> then a full day of Action Clash on Saturday, including a wrestling seminar from the one, the only, Effie, which I'm really excited about. Sunday, got another gig. Monday, got a gig. You know, when I said I needed more gigs, <laughs> I wasn't expecting them all to hit at once, but I'm not going to complain. I missed working, so. Hey, it's work, man. Make sure you follow New South Wrestling at New South underscore PW. Watch Action Clash every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Central on IWTV. That's independentwrestling.tv or use the app. You can use the word New South as your promo code. Get five free days. I bet that's the same IWTV that streamed the Haas tournament live where we saw a new IWTV champion crowned. It's true. And we got exclusive interviews with the independent wrestling champion, Lee Moriarty. And we also may have willed in a dream match for Carmen. <laughs> oh, we got so many more on the way that I can't even talk about. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be fine, but folks. But on top of all that, you can find me in Tampa WrestleMania weekend. I will be ring announcing during the IWTV family reunion special. So I'm pumped about that. Excited to get out, you know, wear my mask, see some people I haven't seen in a long time. See some people I've never met, but have known through the Internet. 
So I'm pretty stoked about that. Other than that, I mean, make sure you check out our merch, Store Frontier slash Total Nonstop Analysis. I guess that's the end of the show. Goodbye, everybody. We've got to go. Join the Dan Housen, Fan Housen Facebook group. It's very nice, very evil. Wrestling is gay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>